Skunk it. What's up, people of Peopleton? Welcome to Second Opinion Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Jones, and with me, a checkered shirt for every occasion, Scott Morrison. I have about four. Is this a new one? I don't recognise it. Uh, it's newish. Hmm. It's, I bought it right before I went to Poland. Okay. Um, See, maybe that, that's why. I don't think I, like, I haven't seen this one. It's nice. It's a nice. It it's is a, a nice one. It's, it's my, definitely one. one of the top top three oh. top three shirts that I own. I only own sort of three good ones. I own three good ones, two that are like, all right, if they're not on the go, I'll chuck them on. And then I've also just got some jumpers that I chuck on. I like jumpers. Because the jumper, that mixes it up. Because I can wear shirts, but you have the jumper on over. It's a whole new outfit. No. A whole new thing. Whole new world. No that, one doesn't realise you've not cleaned your shirt for two That's weeks. it. Nobody, has to, nobody knows. Nobody has to know. It's all just a big ruse. Um, this is part two of a two-part thing which we didn't announce was there was a part <laughs> last time you'd probably thought this is a lazy follow-up this actually was a pre-planned lazy follow-up so i'm just announcing right now this is so last episode we spoke about uh god it was 20 minutes ago last last episode we spoke about um spoiler magic spoiler no we spoke <laughs> for you off Last episode, on Second Opinion, we talked about upcoming sequels, and it was real good. And now, we're going to talk about rumoured sequels, Hmm. which you're the one who has the list of those. Yes. Um, Yeah, it's more sequels that are kind of talked about more, even even as far as directors have said, yes, I'm going to do this, I promise, I promise, I promise, but nothing that's been set in stone. I feel like, because we were reading through... The, an article earlier about sequels and it felt just like anything, any movie that's came out within the past sort of five years was the title was just there with a two slapped on the end of it I guess the three. problem is is that every film that's like franchise material is announced that it will have a sequel even before the first one comes out yeah like that's just how they do it now yeah used to be that was a sign of confidence they were like oh we're doing Sherlock Holmes in fact we're actually we like Sherlock Holmes so much we're going to do Sherlock Holmes too mm-hmm but now you just know like they announced Fantastic Four 2 before they came out Fantastic Four and the people at Fox knew Fantastic Four was a sinking wreck they knew it they were having problems with our director they were having to reshoot it their marketing was low key nobody knew the film was coming out until it hit you in the face like Fox knew Fantastic Four had sunk before it came out but yet they still tried to boost sales by going well we're so confident we're going to have another one don't you worry so it's not like I guess that the article was probably talking about rumored films that were supposed to happen, but they're films that are supposed to happen in a that in a very vague way of the studio going, yeah, we'll do another one if this one makes money. <laughs> but it's like you look at you're looking at that list and there was <clears throat> the movie Two Guns with Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington <laughs> was apparently getting a sequel and the sequel's called Three Guns and I'm like that's confusing because that sounds like it's the third movie <laughs> it's only the second movie Two Guns 2, two I guns, like Two Guns 2 Two, two guns, guns 2 I'd watch 22 Guns <laughs> yeah <laughs> then the prequel's One Gun and it's just yeah, it's, Mar- it's still Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington but they've only got one they've gun only to got share. The one gun. Yeah, they just kind of throw it back and forth. That sounds like an amazing film. Oh, actually, <laughs> the stakes are high. I'd watch the fuck out of one gun. 
Um, but sadly, well, they meet in Two Guns, so we couldn't get a prequel mm. where they were both in the same room. That's mm. a damn shame. It's a damn shame. I'm that trying we'll to figure it out. Maybe, maybe amnesia at the end of the one of one gun. Like maybe one, like a bed of black. He gets. Yeah. Maybe uh, Denzel Washington throws it at Mark Wahlberg, the gun, and it hits off his head, and then he suddenly forgets everything. But then wouldn't Denzel? I feel like there'd be some kind of reference to the whole kind of. Remember that time we only had one gun, <laughs> and we had to keep. No, but they they don't remember it. Well, Denzel remembers it, doesn't he? Well, uh, maybe Mark Wahlberg, as a response of forgetting everything, throws the gun because he doesn't know how to use a gun. He thinks that's how bullets. So work. both Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington throw the one gun at each other at different times <laughs> and both hit them and affect their brain in such a way where they forget what what the last movie's been about. I feel like there's been worse prequel ideas Definitely, if you think about it like that, the subtext of two guns becomes a lot weirder, becomes a lot stranger. Like, what are the odds? These two were best buds and then they both got amnesia at the same time. And now they're best buds again. Maybe that's something in common they have, but maybe that's because they both got they the both section. have amnesia. Yeah. Also weird that it's never brought up in two guns <laughs> that both of them have a like at no point does any character be like, I have amnesia and the other one's like, So do I. <laughs> never happens. Maybe. Well, you know, don't 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 write it off. So anyway, we've spoken about the sequel for two guns. There's three guns. Cool. Well, I wanted to start off with uh, this one, which I thought was And a... does that mean sorry, hang on. Um, does that mean the, <laughs> the, the, with the three guns? Does that mean they have to introduce another character? To like be the triplets. third gun. Well, because it's called two guns because there's two of them. But presumably if it's going to be three guns, they have to have another guy. Who would you get to start alongside Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington in two guns? Three guns. I think... I, I actually would... saw that movie on my birthday a few years ago. I haven't seen the film. It's I'm talking fine. about it, so I've never seen it. Um, I would probably get someone who knows Kung Fu in. I feel like that would... Kung Fu in? Kung Fu in. Jumping about Kung Fu in? Maybe. Mm, maybe but then he doesn't need a gun. What about Kung Fu? Get bloody Keanu Reeves. He knows Kung Fu. Get him in. <laughs> That's it. I'm in. Yeah. I'm so on board. Three guns featuring Keanu Reeves. That's good. Right, it's been cast. Let's move on. <laughs> the first one I thought I'd start off with was um, uh, a die-hard sequel slash prequel. Oh, fuck me. Are they still going ahead with this? Well, this is again, this is all rumoured stuff, but I thought we'd talk about it anyway, see what we thought. Die Hard... Is there any chance of getting anything left out of the franchise? If so, do you think it's in a sequel or a prequel? It's funny, there's there's the, the kind of story Kevin Smith tells about when he was on Die Hard 4 hmm. and how Bruce Willis kept kind of shutting things down and like he was like, we've got to rework this scene, we've got to rework the script and things like that. And Bruce Willis said the reason he did that was because he was the gatekeeper of that franchise. He was yeah. the only one who'd been in all of them and he was the only one who was who, who knew what the character should be and stuff. Then you watch the fifth one and realise that that sentiment is total bullshit. <laughs> because the fifth one is... If, if you were if you were to show that to someone and not tell them it was a diehard film, I don't think you, it would ever cross your mind. Yeah, it's just It's just its own thing that has no grounds in the rest of the franchise it's just such a bizarre film I don't I just hate it it upsets me that it exists because the other diehards are real good I even like the fourth one a lot I like the fourth one so, obviously I've not seen the fifth one I was gonna go see the fifth one but it's had such a bad review by everyone mm. I've been too exhausted they go to like Chernobyl and there's oh, a gunfight in Chernobyl I'm remembering this based off the one time I saw it it wasn't good 
Jai Courtney's in it. I wonder if... Jai, do you think it bothers Jai Courtney that he's never been in a good movie? <laughs> he's just been in garbage. Aye. Like, if people say he's good in Suicide Squad, he did his job. Yeah, he's alright. He right. turned up, he did his job. He was fine. To be honest, he wasn't the problem with Suicide Squad. Mm, well, he's definitely not. He's not the main problem here. No. Um, yeah, I... So Die Hard prequel, sequel... Well, the obvious obvious inherent problem that everyone said about a Die Hard prequel is that nothing's interesting supposed to have happened to him. Well, I think, yeah, that's it. It's like, what is it? People, it's like, oh, it's the story about how he became John McClane. And it's like, but Die Hard 1 is the story about yeah. how he became John McClane. So, like... The whole idea is he was put in this circumstance without... Um, he was just a normal cop who was put into this circumstance. And he, uh, he was the everyday man who had to overcome it. Yeah. And so it's trying to turn him into this prophet of like he was an inc- he was incredible before even this movie. Like, it's stupid. Exactly. So it is a prequel is a strange idea. Apparently, it's, like, it's going to be like old Bruce Willis, and he's going to be like thinking about his life. Just a real like intros- stroking his head. Just a real introspective look at the character of John McClane. A character that there's really I don't I don't think there's too many layers to, no. to John McLean. Um Yeah, just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me that they would make a prequel. Prequel is nonsense. It, like if they if they had the right people on it, a sequel would be awesome. Mm, like you could make a die hard. That's sequel. it. If they put some fucking effort in this time, mm. yeah. Um, then I'm all for that. And have like do it kind of ramble. Well, apparently we're getting a fucking ramble five now. Of course we are. But, like, do it Rambo-style, where that film was kind of a love letter to Rambo fans, and it was also, it felt like a nice bit of closure on Rambo. If he did that, it'd be good. But nah, we'll just have a fucking pre- So that we can cast a new guy as young John McClane, and he can have all these crazy (sighs) adventures before even the first Die Hard, which won't make sense, but... Nothing makes sense in films anymore. In like these big franchises, they don't care about them making sense anymore. No. You just have to look at like the fucking X Men movies for that. Like, it's just just nonsense. But but like it is like diehard films aren't hard to make. In principle, they're not because all you have to do is take John McClane, your everyday guy, put him in a situation that seems impossible to overcome. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to do like. Well, it seems what the problem with Die Hard Three and in a, to an extent Die Hard Four, um, where it was just these. Um, he wasn't placed into these situations. He's almost supposed to be the reluctant hero, the guy who's just in it, and mm-hmm. he just has to. You have to woe through it, sort himself out, walk over the broken glass. He just needs to do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, like it, so that's not hard. All you do is put him in a situation. There was a pitched one that I think a fan did once in this uh, article, where he was like, put maybe John McClane. He's been sent to prison for some reason, and there's a prison riot. And he needs to survive that. That's like a die-hard film. Uh-huh. Him in a situation where he needs to figure out, and they need to be like uh, they kind of need to be enclosed. That's kind of the best yeah. ones are. Even Die Hard Three is kind of enclosed yeah, within the city. In, within yeah. the city, and like, but it feel, it not yeah. It, I get what you mean. It fe- it does feel because he is very specifically told like you need to go to this yeah, place. Yeah, he's almost this enclosed place, in, this place. in the yeah, demands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like he's restricted and he has to do this. And it's not that hard to do that. You just need to put him in a situation. Even Die Hard 2, which isn't like... Maybe it um, does too much of the first one. But Mm -hmm. like even it knew you just needed to stay in the airport. Mm -hmm. And that's what you do. A terrorist attack in the airport. A terrorist attack in like the sections of New York City he has to visit. Um, It's not... 
it's not tricky it really isn't it's not but they <sighs> they don't they it's, everyone has forgotten why Die Hard was so awesome or it's, it's I mean film. it seems yeah it seems like the people who make the Die Hard films have forgotten why Die Hard is awesome aye but, um, it's just like he's not supposed to be this big action Bruce Willis character he's not supposed to be this big action guy he's just supposed to be an every guy yeah. and you'd think with Bruce Willis getting older that would be easier to do because mm-hmm. he's no longer the young fit in his prime that was why I liked the fourth one because it seemed like the obvious progression to have okay now he's a man who he's not a, not so much a man at a time but he's things have got technology and stuff's gotten ahead of him Yeah, but like He's still the one who brings all these guys out, even with all their gadgets and gizmos. Uh, he's still just with his with his brawn, just comes in and fucking punches all these nerds. Uh, and you're like, yeah, Bruce Willis, yeah. But, like, it shouldn't be hard at all. It just shouldn't. It's mental that it has become so hard for them. But it just seems that they want to. They just overcomplicate stuff so mm. much. They're not even overcomplicate. It's like, yeah, what you're saying, it should be easy. And instead, they make this weird fifth movie where they're going to Chernobyl and his son's there, and you're like. I would argue the new Star Trek film was a better Die Hard film than Die than Hard, the fifth yeah, Die Hard yeah. film. Because the new Star Trek film is a situation they go, they get themselves into a situation, crash on a planet, and they have to figure out how to get out of that. Yeah. Um. But they, they'll do whatever they want. Fuck it. We, <laughs> what's next? <laughs> if they wanted to do a legacy sequel, like a rounded up legacy a love letter, it'd be. I thought it'd be really cool to do like a. Uh, another f- a throwback to the best Die Hard villains. Mm. Another a good old f- another um, Alan Rickman and Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. And do you know who would be a good person to replace them with? Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Can you imagine him as a relation to Jeremy Irons and Alan Rickman? Yeah, and, I can see that. Uh, and you and you have that idea of like another relation, really. But if you were doing a legacy love letter, you would kind of get away with it yeah. because it's just. This is just a this is a throwback to the old Die Hard films and like the last Die Hard film, so you could get away with like Benedict Cumberbatch being the British German mm-hmm. um, bad guy who Die Hard has to face off, mm-hmm. and uh, but this one's more he's younger, dramatically younger than Bruce Willis, so he's more equipped in terms of like more technical stuff as you say like Die Hard Four, so he's um, he's maybe even that he maybe doesn't even have to be technical maybe it's just he's a fitter person mm-hmm. he's um, fitter he's more. Um, He's more agile, and Bruce Willis is stuck in a situation where he's against a guy that's so agile, so he has to sort of use his uh, outsmarting him the old diehard way. Mm. Where he has to, um, yeah. That would be a cool sequel. Whether it be in a prison, whether it be. Where else? Where else there's loads of. It feels like loads of places you Well, it's crazy how Die Hard almost sp- spun off its own genre of film. The. Die Hard in a something. Yeah. Movie is like. Uh, well, you could do Where it you kind of just. Yeah, you got like. You got like a. Olympus has fallen and lockdown and things like that where it is just it's just the concept of Die Hard but in uh, something else in a space yeah. prison or in the White House that's why it shouldn't be hard all these guys basically its own genre that's why it mm. shouldn't be hard to make it mm. um, that would be a cool um, last um, last sign off for Die Hard mm. find a place a location like a prison or I'm trying to think of another good location like uh, if you gave me time, I'm sure I could think of loads, but off the yeah. spot, it's kind of hard. But um, just find that. Die Hard in a tax office. Could do, why not? Bruce Willis is trying to evade paying his taxes. <laughs> and they're all trying to hunt him down and be like, you have to pay your taxes, man. He's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, I think that, that would be a good way to do that. I think that would be a... A great way to do Die Hard, but not as a prequel. 
Right, so another one we've got coming up is okay. more of a crossover sequel for two things. Um, the sequel to... Go on, go on. No, what were you going to say? A sequel to the Godzilla film. Oh, okay, that's not where I was going. And the sequel to the new Skull, Skull Island, Island film. So what, are we getting King Kong versus Godzilla? Rumoured, yes. Uh, I mean, you know what? It's the kind of shit they were doing. Fucking, there's so many old style, old school Godzilla movies. Um, well, they have crossed over before. That's it. Yeah. So I feel like just because we're in this kind of new age where everything's dark and grey... Like, you know what? I'm, I'll watch a fucking Godzilla vs. King Kong movie. It Fuck it. Fun. Why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that... I think... I mean, it does all seem very stretched that they're having to... I feel like back... See, back when when the Godzilla movies, when they were just churning them out and there was like Godzilla versus and there yeah. all these different ones. And you get to King Kong, it's like, there's no kind of... They didn't have to make four other movies to build up to that they were just like fuck it we'll have them fight King Kong next <laughs> you know who King Kong not? is you know who yeah. Godzilla is but of course now it's like everything's got to connect and everything's got to be a franchise and everything's mm. got to make money so it's like we got to have the Godzilla movie and then we've got to have this pointless looking Skull Island movie to then get to Godzilla vs. Skull Island which to be fair watching the trailers for Skull Island does look cool it does look cool mm. I, I really like that time period yeah the kind of like Vietnam era kind of like I like films set in that kind of in mm. that kind of period, so I'm into that alone. That's Plus, cool. Brie Larson, my Brie, Brie Larson. Cool. <laughs> Brie Larson's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Even in in those sort of films, they all they had to do is a contrived reason why. Mm. They, like, because obviously the problem with the original was that King Kong died at the end of his own film. Mm-hmm. But I can't even remember. I can't, couldn't tell you what it was. But it was just some sort of contrived reason. Like King Kong's back and he needs to fight Godzilla. Mm. End of it. I'm like. You just have fun with that. Um, as well, now it, that would be a kind of complicated. I don't even know how they're going to do it. Are they just going to avoid telling the King Kong story? I would assume so. I would assume that either either they're skipping the King Kong story or there will be this legend of there was this big monkey called King Kong. Remember when we brought him back to Manhattan and everyone shot him? Well, now we're going to go back and find Skull Island. Whoa! Turns out there's an even bigger monkey. <laughs> what are the bloody odds of that, mate? I reckon it'll be that. I I don't think they would just make no. the movie without reference and old See, I feel Kong. what they might do is they might go to Skull Island before King Kong's supposed to happen. Uh, they find King Kong. Oh, do you Kong, think they're going to be like... Bring oh, him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring him out. Put him back in the island, and then he's found again later. You think? Well, like to see, because be- well, they could do it where obviously you can take the King Kong storyline and set it in any time period. Because yeah. King Kong's always going to be there, and the Empire State Building's always going to be there. So you can hmm. just you can just set that anytime. So there is a good chance that maybe this will be the Skull Island movie, and then. I don't. Well, they can't. They, there's no way. You see the size of it in this movie. There's no way they can do traditional King Kong with this monkey. Yeah. He... No matter how they fucking try to contrive it, there's no way you can have that thing. That thing is about three times the size of the Empire State Building. You know why they've probably done that? Because in like, if you put them on their own mythologies, like their own original films, Godzilla is a thousand billion times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than oh King no, Kong. I know. I get yeah, that. That's so the right, reason. They, but that's that what I mean. It's like, so it's that's why I personally think the story of King Kong will be this kind of legend within the context of okay. Skull Island. And then they'll find 
Skull Island, and they're like, there's an even bigger monkey! But do you think it can be a legend when it was... Well, not a legend, but like, I don't know. It's this kind of... I mean, fuck me, like, you watch... I know it's the Star Wars, but you watch the Star Wars movies and they all talk about Darth Vader and stuff as if it's ancient history and it's technically happened like 20 years ago. Well, that's because of the prequels, I guess. Um... Yeah, maybe the best thing they could do is just avoid the King Kong story because no one wants that to happen again. Mm. No one. Whether you like the original, whether you like the Peter Jackson one, do you it's like been the told. Peter Jackson one? I like the Peter. Jackson I also one. really it's like the Peter Jackson long. one. Long. It's very people long. people really aren't into it, and I'm always. I, I feel it. like it's one of those one another one of those films I've got where I'm like, shut up, everybody. I I do actually like it. It is long. It is, I feel mm. like it does it does suffer from long, but I think it's got some awesome visuals. There's so really much in it. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, and it's so well acted, and yeah. No, sir. I think he he always manages to pull, uh, even the Hobbit. Like say what you will about the Hobbit, but he always gets good dramatic performances from people, and mm. he always manages to find really good, poignant, dr- dramatic moments in his stories. And I think King Kong is no different. I really like King Kong. Oh. I like his design for Skull Island. I like the design for King Kong, and I just think it's a really good movie. I think people give it a hard time but at the same time nobody's talking about it what was that like 2004 nobody yeah. cares about that movie anymore nobody cares about it yeah nobody's having debates about King Kong we should have a debate about King Kong we should watch King Kong on the <laughs> do a second opinion yeah. on yeah no like I I, um, I totally agree I like the King Kong I feel like that story's just been definitively told that's now. it there's no other way you can... there's no there's no very I mean you suppose you can modernise it but what's really that going to add um, maybe a social Nothing. media element are we going to do King Kong with social media King Kong's tweeting from the Empire <laughs> oh, State yeah, just loads of this is this is King Kong told through a series of tweets you remember there was the do you remember there was the, the version from that was set in the 70s yes where he jumps over he the climbs world up trade. the world trade centre yeah watching that I remember watching that and thinking why change it What's wrong with the Empire State Building? Yeah, because why still do you have there. to change it to the yeah? Like it, what, it made no sense to me. I guess they were just like World Trade Center. That'll never date. The movie was dumb. <laughs> the movie was about like oil and stuff. It was real boring. Aye, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. not the definitive one. No. What did the monkey even look like in that version? I think he just looked King Kongish. Like... I can't even remember. We got to Google that. Once <laughs> this we'll is do done, once this is on done, that. let's watch that. We'll That's what we King should do. Kong we should one. do the so yeah. We should do that version. We should do like. Oh, I'd love to watch one. the original one and just second opinion that. But there's, oh, I mean, what can you say about the original King Kong? I don't know. I've not. Do you know? I've not seen it right the way. No, from. I've only seen clips. I used to be well when the Peter Jackson movie came out. Uh, that was when I went back and what like I went and watched. Uh, both of them when I was a young whippersnapper and I was like I want the old King Kong and they showed King Kong on the TV so I watched like I ta- they, they showed them both so I just taped them both and then sat and watched them so I've seen them both oh, just don't remember I don't remember much about the second one the one with the, the oil and the World Trade Center did it have Kurt Russell? maybe <laughs> this, this is sounding like a fucking mental fever dream that we're <laughs> pitching but anyway Skull Out yeah King Kong Godzilla yeah but a, why not um, why the fuck not yeah. it'll be a bloody romp if nothing else oh, I think it would be a fun film um, but yeah that would be a although King, Ka- King Kang King Kang <laughs> King Kong can't shoot lasers no he can't Godzilla can but I guess if King Kong's maybe more um, agile maybe he's more he's able to jump around a bit more than but Godzilla that, yeah that's true because Godzilla is quite when you watch him in that film he was almost like a bear it's like a bit yeah, of lumbering he's... kind of kind of bit it's a bit when you see him 
rise up over the buildings and he does he looks like a bear that's just stood up on its hind legs ready mm. to fucking gear go <laughs> so maybe that's like maybe that's the advantage he has king mm. kong that that'd be interesting to see i'd like to see that yeah, i'm into it that. fuck it big monsters fighting each other it's yeah. always good good for a good we'll time cover a wee afternoon we'll go see it in imax <laughs> it'll be good right my next one i've got is um pretty much confirmed but i wanted to talk because we have uh, a semi-controversial opinion on it i wonder what you think of a sequel a sequel to Jurassic World. Is our opinion controversial? I I think my summary is if you watch a lot of movies, if you're like a movie enthusiast like we are, like if you watch Jurassic World, it's disappointing. But if you don't, and you're only sort of semi into passively mm. into films, um, not there's anything wrong with that, but like no. if you're passively into films and only really watch them every so often, um, just as pure entertainment, I think Jurassic World has a lot for you. Uh-huh. But when you watch as many films as us, and you see as many cliches and cookie cutters, and just as just as much stuff like in the same films over and over again, Jurassic World just hasn't got anything to offer. Yeah, I I think. I mean, yeah, I think people with that film just confuse the amount of money it made with the quality of the actual film. Mm. Personally, I mean, it's not. It's not. A terrible movie by any like stretch. No. It works. Uh, I've only seen it the one time, which was when we saw it in the cinema. Like so, with with the first Jurassic Park, there's like so much one like wonder to it because it's like dinosaurs on the big screen. They look so real. Holy crap! And the characters are also well written. I think the best part of that film is John Hammond talking about the flea circus that he owned. Yeah. And I think that's brilliant. And there's none of that. There's no moment like that in Jurassic World. And then also it's like how the fuck we can be 30 years on and the dinosaurs look worse. Yeah. They're so noticeably computer generated. It, it's just, it's off putting And everything just looks too, and I get that it's like, okay, well that's the park park's open and so there could be a metaphor there that everything looks very squeaky clean or not a met but there could be some subtext to that mm. but like i just hate the way it looks everything just looks too shiny i hate it all not that i hate all the characters there's just nothing special about any of them mm. the kids are whiny little fuckers chris pratt's just walking around doing the chris pratt thing which i like chris pratt but like he's Did just you... doing the thing he's just doing the chris pratt Aye. thing like where he's just walking around being charming there's just no substance to that film at all no that's what annoyed me about it so much I, and just uh, yeah I, 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 again I, I, again I do I get that it's a hard thing to make because it is that thing of dinosaurs aren't that interesting to us anymore hmm. and they do bring that up in the film and so they have the crazy genetically engineered dinosaur I'm making like a chompy chompy chomp, kind chomp. of action with my hands <laughs> just for the listeners at home but yeah i just i just it's it's just not it's just not a good film and i feel like everybody kind of just gave it a pass because it was it was good enough it was good enough which i think which i think we've maybe spoken about on the show before is a problem i feel like with a lot of films recently yeah where you almost watch them and you go well, it was good enough. Yeah. It did its job. I wasn't bored. That's kind of the best mm. review you can come up with. But then there was a time where popcorn flicks and stuff like Jurassic Park was defining genre, uh, mm. defining genres and stuff. And now it's just, 
yeah, the Jurassic World was enough. It was enough mm. to get us by. There was an interesting. There was a really. There was. I'm gonna kind of thingy this a bit. Might not even keep this in. This might just be for us. There was a video essay that I watched, and it was talking about. I think it was talking about perspective in Jurassic Park, and it shows you Jurassic Park one and the shots of the dinosaurs it never goes above yeah ground level yeah. so you're always looking up at the dinosaur so it's always from the character's perspectives and then it shows you a shot from jurassic world where the camera swirling around in the air across these two dinosaurs fighting and it was kind of like well whose whose perspective is this meant to be from mm. nobody's it's just you're just watching the spectacle more than actually feeling drawn into the film in and it like a way where it's like it's all from the human perspective Ooh. I just fucking really hated Jurassic World yeah <laughs> I just I get that it's, and you've got to give it fucking you've got to give it credit for trying to be creative I thought the raptor thing was really was creative mm. but just when they all start kind of whispering to each other and they're like rah, 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 and they're like rah, 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 and they're like he's the bad guy You're there, they're the real bad guys I'm just a dinosaur you should be killing him and it's like what's happening <laughs> it's when um, a guy comes in and he looks at the raptors and is like, we need to weaponize them. And it's like, oh, mm. that's such an awful movie cliche. Yeah. Well, whatever happens in any genre film, there's got to be some government guy mm. who's like, I think I can weaponize these and sell them to the military. It's like, oh, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, I just really hated that film. And there were, there was, there was a few months of kind of holding back well toning down my negative opinion of it because everybody I spoke to seemed to yeah. be in love with it and I was like I really hated it well what do you think of a sequel do you think a sequel could fix it <sighs> what's it gonna be because surely they can't open the fucking park again <laughs> see, surely they can't I open the park is, again I think this is why they've called it Jurassic World so they don't have to be about the park anymore right because Jurassic World is a more... Because if you call it Jurassic Park, it kind of has to be about the park. But if you call it Jurassic World, they made the Jurassic World and the first world is about the park. But then after that, they can progress beyond that. And it mm. can be about something different. Um, but what? Well, like, I, do you know what? The Despite the fact everyone hates the film of The Lost World... I, like, I don't mind The Lost World. See, I, I don't mind it. But I really like the bit where the T-Rex is going through. No, that's great. That is great. But, like... In terms of a full movie plot, and maybe I'm just being uncreative, but like outside of you said it in the park, or you said it where they've broken out of the park, in which case you just kind of have like a monster romp movie, mm. or you do what The Lost World did, where like, oh, there's another island, but then you're just on an island of dinosaurs, you might as well have traveled back in time. Aye. Like, there's no, like, what else do you do? Hmm. Is... Dinosaurs in space, calling it. <laughs> That's it's not a bad idea. I mean, you have to do something with this franchise. We'll call it space dinosaurs um well then like we'll call it jurassic out of this world <laughs> yes <laughs> sign <amazing>. off <laughs> um it is tricky that you'd have you yeah it needs a creative premise it needs something that other than what the, basically the other four mm. films have done um but it is it is what it really is just what would it do That's it because um, you, you can, can open the park again but you can set it outside the park which helps it helps that you can set it outside the park yeah but then do you want to watch a two hour long version of the T-Rex scene? no but you can do other stories outside of the park which helps and it is kind of like what creative stories 
I can't think of any of Elthas from my head. Well, they were seen, setting up some, some stuff at the end of Jurassic World. Sorry to cut you off. They were no. setting up some stuff at the end of Jurassic World, if I remember rightly. Again, all going from the one time we saw it. But remember <laughs> at the end, the doctor is like leaving and he's got some kind of serum thing yeah. with him. What's going to happen there? Jurassic- I think it is all building to... Because I remember there was rumours about the scripts where like... When they with the whole militarized dinosaurs things, where they had actually done that, and the dinosaur, the the, the dinosaurs, the dinosaurs had guns hmm. and worked in a military. There, I think they're still building towards that because they just don't know what else to do. Weaponizing dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a dinosaur world war? I'd be up for that. <laughs> I mean, we'll have come a long way from Jurassic <laughs> Park. I'll give them that. Uh, if they do that, I'll be like, it's a ballsy move, boys. <laughs> you've come a long way from the 90s (laughs) do you remember the concept art that was originally for Jurassic 4 which was half dinosaurs half humans kind of you should look that up like it's mental Uh, and it was like that was where they were going to think they were thinking to go in which is quite a a ballsy move as well Mm. Um, like if you're going to do something I guess I guess that like they can't do anything nearby so I guess if they want to carry on they've just got to jump they've got to make some sort of jump and make it because, like, the idea of Jurassic World is it still could be kind of set in our universe. It's our universe, but as if uh, they recreated yeah. dinosaurs. But I guess they've just got to spin off into an alternative timeline and just try maybe doing something like a World War dinosaur or these wars with dinosaurs or even dinosaurs in space. Something. They have to do something that's different. I mean, how long can we keep this? Because, obviously, the kind of message, I think, about Jurassic Park was man shouldn't play God because it's all going to go wrong. And this idea of like we can't we can't control the powers of nature. Like how many times can we fucking hit that message home? Because uh, if they do militarize dinosaurs, you know how that plot's gonna go. It's gonna go the same way it did in Jurassic World. They're gonna give it a bash. It's gonna work for a few minutes, and then the dinosaurs are gonna be like, "Had a bus. <laughs> we could easily overpower them." And then that'll be the film, and it will just be another statement about how man can't control what about nature. A dinosaur apocalypse. Where the dinosaurs just take over humanity. <laughs> it's more the idea of like showing somebody Jurassic Park and then jumping forward and showing someone dinosaur apocalypse movie and being like, these are in the same <laughs> franchise. They're the same universe. Yeah. Mental. Well, I guess they have to do something because it made a lot of money. Didn't make a lot of money. It made so much money yeah. for like six months and then Star Wars was like, all right, boys. <laughs> Big guns. Scoot you already. <laughs> We've got a buddy boy with a mask. What have you got? Down you, man. Jurassic out of this world. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. You'd watch it. We'd all bloody watch it. I'm still up for World War Jurassic. Jurassic World War. Jurassic World War. That's what you would call it. Yeah, Jurassic World War. I'm still up for Jurassic World War. And then you have like a really heavy metal cover of the theme song. Dinosaur Nazis. Holy fuck. Let's write this right now. (laughs) Amazing. Cool. Jurassic. Jurassic Jurassic Park, what else we got? Well, this one I didn't know was happening, but apparently it's been cast, so that makes it interesting. I don't, it might not happen, but it's been cast, which is always a, uh, like, okay. it's quite a progressive thing for that. But a sequel to Mary Poppins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First time I've heard who, of this. Who would you cast as Mary Poppins? <sighs> who would I cast as Mary Poppins? It's a big question. <laughs> I don't mean to hit you with a hard hit. Yeah, man. For you're being hit. Who would I cast as Mary Poppins? Because she's got to be old, but not too old. Hmm. So you don't want to go sort of Meryl Streep. No. But then you also don't want to go like Zoe Saldana. <laughs> no. 
Where do you meet that middle ground? Where's that middle ground? And she used to be British. What about the woman who played Nanny? What about Emma Thompson? <laughs> who well, played she Nanny basically McPhee? played Mary Poppins in Saving Mr. Banks. Uh, and Nanny McPhee. And Nanny McPhee. She basically and played And Nanny McPhee to the Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've seen. <laughs> of course. Um, Yolandi from The Antwoord. <laughs> it worked well, well. And what would that sound like, Scott Marshall? It worked well for Chappie. She was good in Chappie. We know she's got the musical chops, yeah. but it's got a nice urban, modern edge to it. Can you imagine? Yolandi as Mary Poppins. Can you imagine her singing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Yes, I can. <laughs> and it would sound like. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know how to. You tell me you wouldn't watch that? I would. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Definitely. I'd be first in line. That's my answer. It's a serious answer. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know, Kate Winslet or something. <laughs> they've, the cast they've got is Emily Blunt. Okay. That's quite... Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, can, I can see that. Yeah. Not Yolandi. <laughs> They're not as they're not as forward thinking as I am. <laughs> but you you're thinking of the few sequels afterwards. <laughs> right. So, what's your relationship with Mary Poppins? Uh not one at all. I think <laughs> I saw it once, maybe when I was a kid. I remember watching it a few times as a kid. I feel like now, grown up, it feels more of a. You know, when you get like when you see creepy old china dolls, and they're like right. in old dress, and it's kind of a bit creepy to look at because mm-hmm. like there's, I feel like that's Mary Poppins now as a film. You look at it, and it's just a bit too. I don't know. There's something a bit too strange about it. Something mm-hmm. a bit too old in almost a creepy way. It's a yeah. I don't know. There's something about Mary Poppins that hasn't. Like I do think it's a good film. It obviously, is for it, especially for its time and all this stuff. There's something about it's become almost kind of creepy now, especially like the Mary Poppins act. Uh, like the the way to act did the old the children who were like old timey. So yeah, but it's a nice enduring Disney. Nice story. little yeah, and we can just watch it again. Apparently, the uh, <laughs> books have um, the books that it's based on has more sequels. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like a... Mary Poppins in space <laughs> the Mary She's Poppins apocalypse the Poppins licks what that was awful <laughs> yeah Poppins licks I, know, I like oh, it I think it works yeah. I think it works more than you give it credit for yeah yeah um, what I want to see is classic I want to see much like Godzilla and King Kong I want to see classic <laughs> literary characters duke it out <laughs> or what about a classic literary character <clears throat> Avengers I guess that's kind of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But... Danny, don't give them ideas because they will. <laughs> well, Someone from Hollywood will stumble across this and be like, "We've got an idea." Because <laughs> what you'd have to do is grab a load of public. What you have to do is grab a load of public domain characters. We mm. could do that. We could do. We that. could. We Who could. We do get. Uh, we could get Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland is that fair game? Yep. Okay. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. He's fair game. <clears throat> Fuck me, that's I'd already I'd watch that. <laughs> uh, you could get basically any fairy tale. Any Disney character is pretty much most likely to be public domain, uh, except obviously the recent ones. Hmm. But like, you could get like all the sort of old Disney princesses and stuff. <clears throat> do they not find? Did the Disney not find a way to kind of keep? They managed to find a way to keep Mickey Mouse, but like when they're they're most their famous characters. Um, especially the older films are oh. already public domain when they made them so you could not do an imitation of their version but you could do an imitation of the book version okay like 
it's kind of like the um, the uh, Wizard of Oz film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wizard of Oz film, uh, the Wizard of Oz book is public domain. You could make whatever you like to do with Wizard of Oz. But the film um, introduced ruby red slippers, where in the book they're silver. So okay. if you're doing an adaption of Wizard of Oz, you're not allowed to use ruby red slippers. Mm-hmm. You have to use silver because it's that's the uh, MGM, I believe, MGM's version of Wizard of Oz. So it's kind of the same for um, the uh, Disney characters. Okay. You can't present, say, Cinderella looking exactly like Cinderella or, say, the Little Mermaid, but you can imitate their books. Cause that's that's interesting. I'm in, Danny, that's right, yeah. Well, we could do the um, um, public domain Avengers, yeah. and that's what it's actually that's called. What it's called <laughs> public <PDA>. domain um, <laughs> file. <laughs> <laughs> Your Adobe reader can't read this film. Oh man, uh, um, I, yeah, I don't really. Like, I don't have that much of a relationship with the Mary Poppins movie, so I feel like I have nothing to say on this topic. Yeah, it's kind of. I'm like, it's you know what? It's cool if they keep the same kind of tone and. Style, it's a good way to introduce kids who won't want to watch an old movie. Yeah. It's a good way to introduce them to it. But, yeah, it's just another fucking, another fucking remake. It is, a, it is kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a strange one. It's kind of, because it's not, like, no one's really done it. Apart, if you take out Saving Banks, no one's really done anything with Mary Poppins for such a long time. Mm. Maybe Nanny McPhee, as you say, is kind of, it's kind of like a variation of Mary Poppins. Yeah. It was like the anti Mary Poppins, Aye. but she was still good at heart, though. So yeah, beauty doesn't matter. Oh, but she becomes more beautiful. She remember. does, doesn't she? So beauty does, <laughs> beauty does matter. matter. Yeah, remember, it matters a lot. Remember, Disney will remind you, beauty matters. Mm. Mm. Fuck you for thinking it doesn't. So the next one, um, you'd think uh, it w- uh, is rumored to get a sequel. Uh, is Mad Max? I assumed that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, um, oh my God, what's his name? George Miller. George Miller George is it George Miller? yeah why am I blanking? I think so it just doesn't uh, yep it must be yeah. it's just made me blanking he apparently because there were so many delays on Mad Max 4 that he planned out a few sequels for Mad Max yeah. 5, 6 and 7 um, so it's entirely possible um, what would you think of a Mad Max sequel? well of course I'd like to see yeah, that if, because if... it did feel because I love Road Warrior it's a great movie but you just fucking you get to Fury Road and he just amps up the craziness and like I feel like those films they did they did need that extra element of kind of modern technology to really amp up the car chases to just Mm. insanity Um, Mad Max was my favourite film of last year I love it I love it to death I love the mix of practical and CGI I mean there's nothing you can say about it that's not already been said I love the fact that they never everything is kind of developed on the move there's no there's not a lot of stopping to be like, what's happening? Like all the kind of character development and stuff is handled really, really well as they're on the move. Mm. And it's great. And I love it. It's so fast paced. There's so much happening. I'm like, yeah, I'm all for another one. This is kind of the first one on the list where I'm properly like, yeah. of course I'm in the mood. Of yeah. course I want to see another one. I think it's more, uh, it's more of an interesting one just because it's such a bizarre history of a franchise, one that's gone mm. through so... Such strangeness, and now it's kind of re um, re come up again. Um, do you think they'd need to amp this craziness, or do you think it'd be just need to stay at the craziness it is, or just more of the How same? How do you please? get crazier than I know? It's kind the, of the the doof warrior. Yeah, like how do you out? But then, that? isn't that the problem with another Mad Max sequel? 
is that I guess yeah you have to out crazy it or at least bring in a different plot what more plot could you well put? I guess definitely don't I mean I get Mad Max obviously kind of heavily based on in kind of cars hmm. maybe maybe kind of keep this one still maybe just not as on the move this time maybe yeah, you want it to say more. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. I don't <laughs> it's know. Tricky, isn't it? Yeah, I, I see. Because it mean. sounds like a great idea, a Mad Max sequel. That's why I wrote it down. But it's like, you can't, are we just going to have another two-hour-long car? Ah, is it just going to yeah. be the same, more of the same? Um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But is it? Is it really what we want? Do we want more of the same? Is it? Do we just want it to Mad Max to keep going until we're all bored of the mm. concept? Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. Maybe. I just know I want it. Aye. I don't know what yeah. I want in yeah. terms of it, but I know I want it. And I'm sure when I see it, I'll be like, that's what I wanted. Because the plot isn't a big thing, but is the plot going to be they're going to try and find another bit of land that's also nice to live on and stuff? Or? Well, I don't know. I mean, well, the thing with the thing with Mad Max is kind of he... Or he well, in terms of Road Warrior and then the new one especially, he's always kind of a smaller part of a bigger picture. Uh, That's his character. Yeah. It's like, you he's the constant in all the films, but he's always stumbling into these bigger worlds and just helping folks who are down. So, I feel like just another, like, just write another kind of unique, interesting part of that world, get another crazy villain on the go, another situation for him to stumble into mm. and just just go with it see what happens just uh, maybe just because I guess yeah. the only bad well I've I guess the only bad one is Thunderdome aye but it's not I think the first one's Tina a bit Tina Turner was the it? first one's just, I know you don't like the first well, one well I don't it's not that I just like the first one it's just um, it wasn't no, what you were expecting no it's it's so dramatically different from mm. the others it's such a and I don't I don't dislike I think it Road, well I think it's like obviously there's a kind of a lot of the budget well budget no not the budget a lot of the kind of the cultural idea of Mad Max is what it is in the Road Warrior yeah so when you watch the first one and the first one's kind of very different I can imagine the first time you see it is quite jarring the like, first one's oh, barely an apocalypse which is bizarre yeah yeah I don't hate it I just it's very dramatically mm. different but then you get to the second one you got fucking humongous Lord humongous who's just Aye so bizarre but so great by the time you get to the fourth one it's a mental sort of it feels like the apocalypse has happened for generations and generations yeah. but you still have Mad Max uh-huh. do you think they'd get Tom Hardy back? oh definitely yeah he's, I, I think Tom Hardy, yeah, he's, he's really really good it'd be yeah. very very bizarre if they got anyone else but Tom so you can Hardy. come back and would you like Spirioso? Ah, if she's up for it, I'll yeah. fucking walk over. She there, was the best. She was the best her, part. So. Ah, there was talks of her doing a spin-off, mm. um, which I don't think is necessarily necessary. I don't think it's weird. needed. No, <laughs> like, I don't think spin-off is what you need. I don't, like it's not to take away like sort of a female lead because she was the lead of Mad Max Four. Mm. It was her film, um, but like I don't, I don't feel you need her to have a spin-off or anything. I feel like it can still be about this selection of mm. characters. But it is kind of tricky of what, what... I mean, I guess it's down to George Miller trying to figure out what he wants to happen with all this, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, what what would he do next? Yeah. What's the big next thing to do? But I guess... They've done it for four films now. I'm sure they can figure it out again. Uh, <laughs> I hope. Or we get some sort of Mad Max Happy Feet crossover. 
which I'd be oh, good. yeah because he directed that as well yeah. oh, that's so random <laughs> <laughs> it's like happy feet who's talking about oh, oh what about Mad Max in the Arctic yeah do you know what I'm just, fuck yeah <laughs> that, that's not a bad well I guess it's kind, of, it's kind of more about global warming so I guess that doesn't quite make sense but I don't know maybe you could do something oh I'd watch that Arctic Mad Max yeah, I mean... Uh, the last suggestion I have here is one that's thrown around quite a lot. Is something is going to inevitably be done with this franchise, but what? What way? What direction? Oh, I'm going to do a drum roll. Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, like, the story, the problem with Indiana Jones is Disney has the rights now. Mm-hmm. But Disney didn't clearly didn't really want Indiana Jones they wanted Star Wars Star Wars but it came packaged with Indiana Jones yeah and Harrison Ford was like I'll do Star Wars if you let me do another Indiana Jones <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of this something inevitably is going to happen with it but what mm. what's going to happen with I it I think they should get Shia LaBeouf back <laughs> even if he doesn't want to throw enough money at him that he has no ch- like he's like I can't turn down this much money I've got to come back for it that's what I want get him to do his performance out halfway through it yeah 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 oh man if you turned like Indiana Jones into a Shia LaBeouf directed art house movie <laughs> holy fuck how mental would that be aye I'd watch it American Honey but <laughs> it's Indiana Jones amazing um yeah I mean it's again it's one of the like I love I love Indiana Jones didn't like the fourth one because I'm sane <laughs> but it's like uh, yeah I mean if they're just making it for the sake of making it I'd rather they didn't because that kind of mm. felt a bit like the last one um, if they it's... have a good idea like I feel like they've I don't know maybe they, they, Disney seem to have a bit more they, if they're gonna do it they'll at least try and do it right Hi, they Disney... seem to have gotten quite good at that yeah, it's, yeah. Disney are not Disney uh, it's very bizarre to say this but Disney's like one of the only studios that's interested in making good films mm. to keep their like integrity mm. whereas others will try and follow trends and try and jump on bandwagons Disney sort of like will be the ones that set mm. the trends uh, and will buy all these properties that make loads of money but will do them right and will spend the right money on it because they, they didn't have to do much with Star Wars Star Wars would have still made loads of oh, money but they took their time with Star Wars and they've gambled on this experiment of a Marvel Cinematic Universe which is now being the trend other mm. studios are trying to jump onto uh, and they did it and they took the time and they set it up right um, they gave all the creative they gave the creative people to comic book writers for Star Wars they gave it to Star Wars fans that mm. knew what they were doing so yeah if, if anyone's going to do Indiana Jones it, it'll be Disney they'll be the ones that do it right but it's just like what do you do? Do you do another sequel with Harrison Ford? Are we going down? <sighs> yeah, because it did feel like that was the attempt with the last one was to try and pass the torch on to. Well, it was like, okay, this is his last hurrah and he's going to pass the torch on to someone else. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, which I'd, oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Just because I know it would piss a lot of people off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I get it's It's, it's the same. It's the same with like the kind of other films we've talked about, Mad Max and Jurassic Park, where it's like, what do you do? But I'm sure they'll find a way. I guess you make this the last 
So this is the last, last hurrah of Indiana Jones? <laughs> he got married at the end of the last one. That seems like closure. They seem pretty definitively going with Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like, it looks sounds like... Look, yeah, because there's a Looking at it, it looks like they're not they're not going for, like... A, they're not recasting or anything for this mm. film, at least. Just make it... it I think it was that big problem of... It felt too squeaky clean, the fourth yeah. one. Well, you need more of that grit and the violence mm. of the first three. Especially edgy. the second one. Like, Well, maybe not so much that to that extent, but like, you need more of that violence. Which is what the fourth one lacked. And I would hope that the people making it would see that. People die in Disney movies all the time. People get killed off by the villains. Mm. I watched The Rocketeer the other week. People get killed in Good that movie film. all over the place. Yeah. Like... Just, 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 just make it good. That's all I want. Just make these movies good. If you have to make them, yeah, because that's to put some effort. We in. don't. We don't need another one. Indiana Jones is such a great product of its time, and especially the trilogy. It's like the Indiana Jones trilogy. That's just it. Exactly it works so well. Yeah, works so well. Um, but like, it seems inevitable they have to do something. And I should say, Harrison Ford is allegedly wants to. He be seems to be. One. He's the one who seems to be champion it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if he's into, if he, if he really loves doing these movies, then I would hope that something good comes out of that. Yeah, they'd give him a good script. Yeah, like it is, it is um, I don't, it's, it's tricky to, yeah, like I, because they, because they will do it, they will do it, they've got the rights, yeah, and, so they're going to do it, but because that's why I thought it was interesting because it was you could like, well, do you recast, do you reboot? What kind of stories do you go down? Are they going to go more religious artifacts? How, they the third one was the Holy Grail. Mm. How do you top? Seems the to Holy be yeah. Grail? That's like the, the big boy. That's the, the, the bad boy of the. Uh, which is why I understood the fourth one trying to do aliens. That's mm. why I understood they went that way because religion was they kind of used that well. Um, but it means it means overcomplicate the Alden aliens almost seems to overcomplicate the mythology yeah. as where Indiana Jones is basically a universe, uh, universe where the Bible happened mm-hmm. and uh, this is archaeology's finding all of the mm-hmm. remnants of the Bible but um, after like uh, after aliens would you do we go back to aliens do we well, nobody liked aliens, so they're not going to do that. So what they, gonna do that they're going to find a lost civilization that was superior. Should we go Greek gods? What, what, what would you do? It's really Indiana Jones apocalypse <laughs> into space. Yep, with dinosaurs. <laughs> Let's just clash all these franchises together. Yeah, into one super franchise. The Jurassic where Park. every mo- every movie ever made from now on is connected. That's the <laughs> ultimate shared universe. Every film ever made. It's all connected. Jurassic Park so Jurassic Park is in the same universe as Dancer in the Dark. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Eraserhead is in the same universe as Mary Poppins. You know, that's that's it. That's the way. But Mary, and then there's there's parallel universe Mary Poppins where she's played by Yolandi. <laughs> It's going to be amazing. What about animated films? Are they in this as well? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. The Roger Rabber in it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's more just... Depends how you want to shoot your film in it. Do you remember they were going to do a Who Framed Roger Rabbit sequel? Mm. They were championing that for a while. Mm. Didn't happen, did it? <laughs> no, I think it's because uh, What's-His-Name died. Um, 
Because it's the same. It, like Indiana Jones' problem is the same with Aliens. Aliens, they're gonna do more sequels. They're just gonna. And you're kind of like, oh, if you're gonna do them, right? It's clear that you're going to. What what way we're we gonna do this? Let's figure this out. It's the end of the day. They'll settle on something. Might be good. Might be real bad. Is that your wisdom? <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. It's fucking. I don't know. I just. Don't know. I'm just struggling to care <laughs> like, about you know, these franchises and because the because like that's the the thing about all the doing sequels to all these franchises that they kind of force you to care because they're doing them in in place of other movies. Mm-hmm. So like they'll champion their big Indiana Jones movie over say if you wanted to be like the on that bandwagon of originality is dead, which I'm not 100 sure I agree with. But if you wanted to jump on that bandwagon they would do Indiana Jones instead of a new original film. Yeah. And that means that means that you kind of have to care about these because that they're the cinema. They're basically all of revisiting these nostalgic franchises, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, that Jurassic is just Park. Cinema now, that's yeah. cinema. Now. Well, that's 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 mainstream cinema. That's yeah. that's the Hollywood blockbusters. So like it, um, if you want to be involved in Hollywood blockbusters and see all these big budgeted um, films with all these big casts that you know and are, are familiar with, these are the films you have to care about. Mm-hmm. And it's like a... Yeah, it's... You just you bring back all these franchises and you have to sigh and go, right, okay, if you have to. But what way <laughs> are you doing it? If you have to. If you have to do another Indiana Jones, how are you doing it? And want because you want these to be good because you have these are the films you will, like if for Hollywood blockbuster you can have to enjoy. Mm. There we go. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, that's but that's the way it's been for a while. So yeah, do you think? Do you feel right? Because like this seems like it's going to be declared the death of originality in Hollywood and stuff. But, like, they're going to exhaust these sequels. They're going to exhaust every single franchise. Yeah. Do you think then we'll have a, to use a, a fancy term, a second film renaissance? You think? Where originality will come back in a big way. Could happen. But uh, the, big is- the big issue is just that pe- people fucking, you see them all the time on the internet. They're like, why don't you make an original film? Why don't you make an original movie? Then they make an original movie and nobody goes to see it. Yeah. It you know fucks me off so much. Like, no one bothers with them. <laughs> no. Everybody fucking shouts about it. And it's like, if you just open your eyes, you'll find that they are putting out original films. It's just nobody chooses to see them. So it's no fucking wonder that we just keep getting another Same Indiana stuff. Jones or another Jurassic Park or another oh. fucking Mary Poppins Diane word crossover. <laughs> like, it just... It fucks me off so much. that so like pissed people off just, the Mary Poppins yeah, Diane word like, crossover. Yeah, people just complain... <laughs> so much and I'm like if you don't go out and support original films when they come out then we're just going to keep ending up with Indiana Jones and start we'll get a Star Wars every year it's like fuck me like stop winning it gets us the trap because the studios are only going to put out what they think will sell and it's this almost event cinema of like, oh, okay, I'll try and see this original film. I'll try and see this original film. Oh, wait, the new Star Wars. I can't miss yeah. that because there's a Star Wars after no, it. No, there is. It's definitely, it becomes easier to watch those kind of smaller films on the smaller screen. But like, I think it is just going to get to a point where that's going to be where you watch independent original stuff. And the big screen is reserved solely for, you'll get, every year you'll get a Star Wars You'll get a, a fucking Hunger Games. You'll get an <laughs> Avengers movie. Harry Potter. And you'll get a Hobbit. 
And like that'll be that'll that'll be what cinema comes to. It will just be four franchises, and you'll just get new movies every year, and that'll yeah. be it. But what I'm suggesting was would then maybe that would tie people up to uh, a ridiculous point. If you keep doing sequels, even people who just go and see the sequels, like for example, the Marvel universe is eventually going to become so complicated the average person doesn't mm. care anymore. If you, It's like that thing we were talking about last um, episode with Resident Evil. You keep making sequels, you keep making sequels. Um, eventually you stop caring unless eventually you go, this is where I find, this is the expiration date of these. Yeah. So if Resident Evil will go, this is the final chapter. So you're like, oh, guess I'll see this one because this is the last one. So I'm not wasting my time with that anymore. And the, obviously the difference between the Marvel films and the Resident Evil films is that the Marvel films are better mm. and they're like better quality. But even eventually, especially because you see in Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange and Ant-Man, especially, they're the, like a more, say, original in the context of the Marvel mm. Cinematic Universe. They've got less of a reception by fans than the um, some of the others. And it's more sequels that they champion. But if, as the sequels get more complicated for the average person, and as the um, uh, origin films of the new characters start to become more and more generic, do you think that that's just going to cut off the Marvel Cinematic Universe and kill it. Eventually, people are going to get sick of Star Wars films, surely. They have to. Because eventually, at some point, you're going to run out of ideas for Star Wars. It's going to break down, and we're just going to end up with like this obli- like this um, compulsory, every year we all have to go see a film mm-hmm. that's most likely not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if the Star Wars, it might, it might be very late in our lifetime. But if like Star Wars shuts down, Marvel shuts down, fucking DC's already shutting down. Yeah, they're, they're, they're bloody dead <laughs> on arrival. But like if these franchises, you start to brag about this, if someone eventually announces another Jaws film and we start beating that with a, um, beating that with a dead horse. Don't know why we're beating with a dead horse. Um, with a dead horse? <laughs> I like beating stuff with a dead horse. What about it? But if you keep if you take every nostalgic franchise and dry it up then you're eventually going to have nothing else to build on and that would be like um, if you're a familiar film history where in the uh, um, 1960s there was a, a big need for cinema to be more experimental and more uh, dramatically different mm. and that created what's known as the film renaissance if you imagine that to happen after all this all these sequels dry up everything and then suddenly film studios start failing it's like our films are not making any money anymore we need fresh talent we need the new generation of filmmakers you have to hope then that's when that's when they'll just do the logical thing of give the creative people the money yeah. and let them do creative things uh, instead of just going by this by the book formula that they've created yeah but but imagine imagine what that time would produce that's the second it. renaissance with today's like even even better than today's special effects but second renaissance hollywood blockbusters um entirely original and experimental because it's the necessary for the studios to survive how mm-hmm. awesome would that time be then mm-hmm. that's hopefully a time we're heading for if not we're just getting the same formulaic stuff i definitely don't again. i don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon no probably very late obviously enough. we're still we're just getting our bloody star wars is going so uh, we're getting our star wars going cinematic but... universes are starting to look like they work but like, um, imagine that. Imagine what that time no, would produce. Yeah, a man can dream. We have dreams. We all have dreams. Martin Luther King had a dream. He did. Yep. It's going a bit backwards. For him it's going a little bit. It's all going a bit tits <laughs> up at the moment. But it is no. It is. It's definitely interesting to think about. And I hope it does happen. 
I just I wouldn't anticipate it happening anytime no. soon. Instead, I think we should just prepare for more James Bonds, more Indiana Jones, more Indiana Jones, more Star Wars, movies, more Marvel movies. More. I'm already bored of st- like. I loved Force Awakens. I'm already bored of Star Wars, and I haven't even seen this next movie yet. <laughs> like, that's genuinely how quickly I already feel like. Because there's just not a pause. There's just no break. There's no pause. It's just like we no. got it back, and it's like now just here's another one right off the bat. There's no time to get excited again. Especially because this one feels this upcoming one feels a bit more inconsequential because mm. it's a prequel and mm. it's we kind of know what happens to it. Well, I'm, I'm more looking forward to episode eight because that's like oh, building definitely. on the myth. Yeah, this almost doesn't even feel like a Star Wars film. It's, it's, it's a almost filler. just it's just a film. Yeah, before we get like what I'm excited for is to get back to. Next when we saw the accountant last night the trailer for Rogue One played and when it finished I was like isn't Darth Vader dead? Is that really really lightly? amazing <laughs> that's a good I think an hour 10 minutes is long enough yep, let's I think we've up. definitely if anyone's still listening God God bless you sorry I sound really low energy now I think it's because the sun's went down <laughs> and I'm just like whoa what happened we've been sitting in this room for a long time oh, it's been quite pessimistic looking at all these sequels that kind of have to happen worn out Danny let's go have some fun yep listeners if you're out there see you later eat eat your JK Simmons skunk it